This is the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Ashley. Together, we have been making money online collectively for over 10 years. Our mission is to help you start, learn, and grow a reselling business and to inspire you to turn your paycheck into a daycheck. The world is changing and we want to help you change with it. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Paycheck Today Check podcast. This is episode number 12 and our shipping part two episode, where we are talking today about using UPS and FedEx to ship larger and heavier. If you listened to the last episode, it was part one of shipping, and we mainly talked about using the postal service to ship, and it was a lot of information We wanted to separate these two because they are a little different. I don't use the UPS as much as I use the Postal Service, and I really don't use FedEx as much as I use UPS. But let's talk about uh, UPS and why it would be a good option if you are shipping. Last episode, we talked about how the Postal Service has all the flat rate envelopes, which makes it very convenient to choose which one you want to use especially if you're selling on Poshmark and they allow you to choose a priority medium flat rate or large flat rate box under five pounds, then that's definitely the way to go. Now, how I do it is it really is on a case-to-case situation for me personally, especially on eBay. I know that anything that's going to be roughly over two pounds is probably going to most likely be too much via the Postal Service. So I'll always set that shipping for that particular item at standard shipping with plans of looking between UPS ground and FedEx home delivery. UPS ground is good for us. We're in Arizona. So anytime we're shipping further away, UPS ground is good for items over two pounds. We have to use our own boxes, although they do provide some free like padded envelopes and boxes at UPS. We personally have never used them because we have so many boxes here that we get for free when ordering. Amazon items or our friends and family know that we sh- we ship out a lot of items and they always send save boxes for us. So we usually use those instead of the ones that they have for free. I think one of the biggest things is the heavier items because the Postal Service does charge so much that UPS ground tends to be a lot cheaper. I know when we ship golf clubs, we used to use the Postal Service. We used mailing tubes that were very, they were about five by five. And then sometimes they were anywhere from 38 to 45 inches long, depending on how long the golf club was. But the Postal Service did a $15 surcharge on those, making UPS ground a lot cheaper. So it went from 25 to 30 dollars via the postal service but if you ship those on ups ground those items we only get charged about 11 to 13 dollars which is amazing and we just buy those particular boxes on amazon they're four by four by 48 inches and we cut them down as needed so that's when ups ground really comes in handy it does take a lot longer to ship Uh, It's going to take, what, between one to five business days. You can't ship anything over 150 pounds or 108 by 165 inches. So you are kind of limited with size. But for the most part, if you're reselling, especially on eBay, you're probably not going to have an item that big. You might, but you probably won't. What would you add for UPS Ground? When do you usually use it for your reselling business? Usually if I'm shipping, like you said, larger items, I do a lot of holiday 
items. So right now I'm looking for Halloween things and Christmas things. I mentioned on my Instagram stories this last week that I was going through my inventory upstairs. We're getting ready to move right now. So it's just kind of a good time to go back through everything and make sure everything is listed. And somehow I found these larger um, items like these door greeters and blow molds that I am 99% sure were listed at some point, but they're not on eBay anymore. So um, getting those relisted and ready for the holiday season. So those things, they're, it's just like kind of an awkward shape and they're a little bit heavier they're tall and, you know, they're not super wide, but it's just like a weird box shape. Um, usually those I end up sending uh, UPS ground or sometimes we'll talk about this further on in the episode, but sometimes depending on where it's going, uh, FedEx home delivery is a good option for those too. But um, yeah, like heavier items, like you said, and like those more awkward boxed shape items, it's usually the best, best rate that I can find for them. Yeah, I know we like during, that's a good point with the holiday items. We had bought a bunch of Ray Dunn pumpkins that were ceramic pumpkins, and they were kind of a weird shape where we would have to wrap them in bubble wrap and then pad the box down or put another box inside of another box. So it's really when you have to have really secure packaging like that, that's when it comes in handy. We have uh, retro coolers that are, you know, just like the beverage dispensers. Those are kind of an odd shape. So UPS ground works really good for those. Roller blades, because they're really, really heavy. Yep. They're not that big, but they tend to be very heavy. So sometimes some sporting goods work better via UPS ground or FedEx home delivery. Just kind of items like that, where I feel like the postal service, they kind of want you to use like those flat rate boxes or envelopes because they're a specific size and it just allows them to think about storing. Like if you have all those kind of odd shaped boxes, like I'm sure when you're a shipping company, it makes it a little bit more difficult versus if everything's more uniform, that's probably what they're going for. I would imagine Yeah. if I were a shipping carrier, I'd be like, yeah, you use this size box or this size box and then they can stack them better especially if we do the post office pickup, you know, they don't have that much room in the trucks that they're driving around to deliver mail. So if you're using some of the smaller packages or shipping clothes and poly mailers are not that big and, you know, they can take those smaller items versus I feel like UPS ground, FedEx, home delivery, those are for, like we said, the larger items. Exactly. There are other uh, delivery options We've never used them, but you can do like second day air, next day air. It is a lot more expensive that way, but you might have, if you set up your eBay listing for calculated shipping, which I recommended last episode, if you are new to shipping on any platform, it might be good if it offers calculated shipping. And what that is, is you're putting, you're pre-putting in the weight and the dimensions of the item. And you're choosing that wherever that buyer lives in the United States, they will automatically calculate how much that's going to cost. So if you were going to do that, then you could add second day or next day air and leave it up to the buyer. If they want to pay extra for that service, let them go ahead. For our reselling business, we offer free standard shipping on the larger items, meaning we calculate that into the price of the item. So if we're selling that cooler for $45, we know that we're probably going to pay around $15 for shipping, but that's going to be built in and it's offered as free shipping. So that's something to think about as well. If you are new to reselling and you're going to have the heavier 
items that the calculated shipping is a really good way to go. Now you can't ship everything. There are prohibited items, just like with the Postal Service. I'm not going to go through all those because they're kind of odd items. I mean, that would be like fireworks, kind of common sense, like fireworks, uh, alcohol, things like that. You are unable to ship certain ways. And that's just something to look at and make sure that the items that you are selling are items that you can ship. I feel like most of the items, you know, that you can't ship are probably items that eBay also prohibits. But um, I just wanted to add a note really quick about the UPS second day and the three day select, you know, the, using that or giving the option to the buyer um, to be able to select those, you know, faster shipping times that could benefit you if you have an item that is, you know, really popular, or there's like kind of a time limit on that, you know, if like, I mentioned before, there's a holiday coming up, the closer you get to those holidays, and people want to decorate, or, you know, if it's a good gift item, stuff like that, um, it might be something to consider adding to your listing, if someone's going to want that item, you know, faster than regular shipping, standard shipping times. Yeah. And you always get tracking with the UPS ground, which is good. I don't have any issues with them. Everything that I ship gets there in time. I've never had a problem. I've never had knock on wood, of course, you know, now that I said that, but so far so good. I've I'm really pleased with their service. And sometimes you'll pay a little bit more for UPS versus like the postal service parcel select, which that's kind of their ground service. And I mentioned that last episode, they'll take packages that are a little heavier, but you don't have that shipping insurance, which is really important, especially as a seller. You want to make sure that if you're using a particular service and they package gets damaged or package gets lost, that you're getting reimbursed and you have that, you know, that comfort that that service is going to cover anything that happens. Another thing for UPS ground, you drop the items off at any UPS store. Another nice thing, at least around us, the CVSs actually accept UPS packages. Now we went in one day with, I think four or five and they were like, "Mm, yeah, that's, that's the limit. So it's a convenience thing. If you have maybe one, maybe two packages, you can drop them off at CVS. Otherwise, you have to look for the UPS stores, which those seem to be more common than FedEx to us, at least in our area. But it's free. You go, you've already printed out your label, your item is labeled. And nine times out of 10, you can ask the specific UPS store, hey, I have these packages they are pre-labeled. Where do I put them? And they sometimes will have a spot where you can just go and drop them off. It's very quick, fast. You don't have to stand in line. And that's a, a good convenience. But you can also schedule pickups. So let's say that you start having 10, 15, 20 packages a day that need to go to UPS. It's kind of an inconvenience, especially if it's just you working on the reselling. It's kind of hard to take all those. You're going to need a cart or you're going to need a basket to bring them all into the store. They do offer scheduled pickups and most of the time they do charge a fee. I think they raised ours in our area to about $13.50. So if we wanted to get stuff picked up, this is especially good if you're selling on Amazon and you have a large shipment to ship into Amazon and you've got all these boxes, you can have UPS come to your place and pick them up. And yes, you're going to 
pay money, but it's a huge convenience that you don't have to then bring it to a UPS store. Yeah, especially if you live in a more remote area with gas prices increasing right now and, you know, time is money. Now, Liz, do they charge that fee monthly or is it per pickup? It's or what? per pickup. Per pickup, okay. That's yeah, good. so you would open up a UPS account and then you would go in and, you know, put in all your information your credit card, your address, and then there's an option to schedule a pickup. And it, it's pretty simple. And then you can schedule a time. It's usually a four-hour window. For us, it's always they want us to schedule them between two and five just because of the way we're way east of Phoenix. So a lot of times those drivers are out here later in the day. So that's usually when we would get our schedule to pick up. But we haven't had to do that because we ship other ways now other than UPS when it comes to Amazon. All right, let's talk about FedEx. So we covered everything about UPS. So we're going to switch gears and talk about FedEx for a little while here. I use this option probably a little bit more often than UPS. It just seems to work out to be slightly cheaper and um, sometimes faster shipping times. But I think that's just based on where I am in New York and where the packages usually tend to go. The option that I use most often is the FedEx home delivery option. And when you're using this on eBay and you hit, you know, like the um, arrow on your shipping page to, you know, expand all the options. It's usually a little bit further down the page for me if it's showing up. So it's not always going to show up as an option. It, they won't let you ship using FedEx home delivery for a PO box address. And we were just discussing this before we, before we started recording. And I don't believe every time I've gone to use it, it's been a PO box that it doesn't show up as an option for. Like, I feel like maybe the more remote locations, it might not be an option as well. But it says very specifically on their website, we looked at it, we checked before we started recording any residential area, as long as it's not like a business. Uh, Maybe for some reason, some of these addresses are business addresses. I don't know. But anyway, so it's a good option. It's for items that are 150 pounds or less. Again, like Liz said, you can use the FedEx website to schedule a pickup for these as well, or drop them off at a Walgreens location. Again, probably not uh, a good idea to drop off 5, 10, 15 FedEx packages there. They might not love that, but um, you know, if you have one or two or three, that shouldn't be an issue. I've definitely done that before and they, they're fine with it. With FedEx home delivery, we don't see it very often being the cheapest option. I don't know if it's because of where we're at in Arizona and where we're shipping to, but nine times out of 10, it's going to be UPS ground for us versus the FedEx home delivery. I do know that if it is a PO box, like those options won't even show up. Like we have to do priority, which is why we do standard shipping and have those options as just UPS and FedEx. Yeah, for sure. The other options as far as FedEx goes, just kind of similar to UPS, there's a FedEx two-day and an overnight option. Again, like Liz mentioned before, these options are going to be more expensive, but it's um, good to have them you know, in your back pocket. Again, if you do calculated shipping, it might be something to consider 
adding those options to your listing so the buyers can select them if they need the item faster. And we had mentioned in an episode, we talked about reselling supplies that when you are getting heavier items, it's really nice to have a larger scale other than the smaller ones with like the little reader that are going to be good for any items that are under a pound that you need to know the ounces. Having a larger scale, even though they're a lot more expensive, it's just nice to have if you do have those larger items because you always want to make sure with any shipping, that you are putting in the right weight and dimension. And I had somebody on Twitter ask me, well, what happens if I ship an item at five pounds and then the post office discovers it's six pounds? Tell them what happens, Liz. (laughs) Well, you get charged for that. They'll say, hey, this is not right. So they'll actually adjust your shipping label and then you're going to get charged more money, especially on eBay. That's what happens. So always make sure that you have the right supplies for shipping, especially with larger items, because it's really hard with some items when you have the smaller scale, it's not as accurate. I know Casey, he'll put a garbage can on the scale and then weigh it so he knows how much that is. And then he sets the weight and then he puts the package on top of it. So then that way he can actually read what it is, which that's a tip. But that doesn't work with really, really heavy items. You would want a larger scale to be able to weigh those and and be accurate because that's really important. I would never trust a bathroom scale. Those are not accurate a lot of times. And you're going to be in the situation like with the smaller scale where the box is going to go outside of the scale and you're not going to be able to read it accurately. So that's just a a good tip to have, especially if you're new to reselling and plan on shipping heavier items. It's time for another what's in our reseller toolbox. In this segment, we share the latest tips and tools to help you build and grow your reselling business. Let's find out what tool we have for today. In today's segment for the reselling toolbox, we want to talk about a way to ship large and heavy items through a service called UShip. Now, this was something that was introduced to me by my mother-in-law, Bolo Brenda. On eBay, she sold a, a gun safe that was giant. So think about the size of a dresser, and it was a very heavy gun safe. How in the world do you ship that? With UPS, FedEx, you can only ship up to 150 pounds. Well, this is way over 150 pounds, and she sold it for a lot of money on eBay. She found a service called UShip, and really what you do is create a profile. You list an item that you need shipped. You put pictures, you put in the dimensions, all the information, and then you can either get bids from multiple shipping companies. So it might be somebody who has a truck and they do a shipping service and maybe they do larger items could be a big shipping company could be somebody with a vehicle that's like hey you know what i signed up for this i'm going to be driving from phoenix arizona to florida and i'm going to look on there and i'm going to find people that are going to pay me to bring their item from arizona to florida which is a really cool service so you can do either bids where you you know people bid on it or you can set a price So this is really good for, like I said, dressers. On there, they have like, if you're shipping vehicles, maybe you have a a large jukebox that you just sold and it's really heavy and there's just no way that you want to ship it other than knowing that you're going to hand it off to somebody 
and they're going to bring it to the end buyer. You don't pay until it gets delivered. And then you rate the, the company or the person, whoever is shipping it for you at the very end. So you can see ratings before you select anyone who has bid it on shipping that item for you. Yeah, that is an awesome tip. And it just blows my mind and amazes me. Like when my parents started selling on eBay way back in the day when I was like in middle school, this stuff didn't exist. You know, you might be able to find someone in the penny saver that you could pay to drive it from Arizona to Florida, but that was about it. You know, like this, this wasn't a thing. And it's just amazing to me, the further and further um, this kind of community advances and the things that they're finding to use to their advantage, like, holy cow, this is, that's amazing. All right, back to the episode, episode number 12, where we're talking about shipping via UPS, FedEx, heavier, larger items when you are reselling. Let's talk about shipping LTL, which is less than truckload, and when that would be a good time to use LTL. So when you are shipping on Amazon and you do small parcel, you're just using the UPS. They use UPS, they get discounts. So you might have five boxes of product that you're shipping into Amazon, you would just use UPS. If you have enough to cover a pallet, which a pallet is usually 48 inches by 48 inches, that would be good if you have a lot of boxes and you want to save on shipping. The difference between shipping, say, 30 boxes into Amazon via UPS ground and then 30 boxes on a pallet LTL is a huge discount. That's really important if you're doing wholesale and you have a lot of like items. Private label is what we mainly do on Amazon. And we have already, our product comes to the warehouse on pallets. We rearrange them by SKU and then we ship them LTL, less than truckload. So we have, let's say 10 items per box. We put them all on the pallet. We label each box. We wrap it with like the clear saran wrap all the way around. And then we schedule for a company to come and pick it up through Amazon. So they have their provided carriers, just like they use UPS for just single boxes. They use their specific carriers for LTL. It's usually Central Transport. Oh, and then um, Estes, which Estes is the worst. We're not big fans of them. But with the LTL shipping, it's not going to apply to everyone, but it's just an option, especially if you're selling on Amazon. You will have to have a pickup location. So at our warehouse, we have a loading dock, pallet jacks, we have a forklift, we have everything we need. So that way, when the driver comes, they're not going to need a lift gate on the back of their truck, which is an extra fee if you have that. Now we used to get pickups by semis at our residence, which we have room for a semi to back up to our driveway, but we never had a pallet jack or a forklift. So we would get charged a residential fee And then also a fee for them to have a truck with a lift gate because believe it or not, not every single truck has a lift gate on the back. You would think as a company, they would be like, oh, there's more people shipping residentially. We should probably invest in those, but they must be a lot of money. So that's just another way that you can ship larger items. Now, if you do, like I mentioned in the segment with you ship, if you are shipping, let's say the jukebox and it's giant, maybe shipping it on a pallet would be better for you. So those are just other options for larger items. 
I know it's not going to always apply to everyone, but those are just some things to be knowledge about that there are options, especially if you're going out to an estate sale and you see something that is worth a lot of money, but you're like, how in the world am I going to ship this? That there are options out there for you to ship the larger items. That's honestly where you make a lot more money. There's a higher value in in those items versus, you know, a clothing item that you might not, you might only profit $15, $20. Well, these items you might buy for a hundred and sell for over a thousand. Yeah. This will definitely give you the options to open up the items that you're sourcing. If you're getting used to shipping other items and you want to expand your inventory and step into some of those larger items with the bigger profits, this is definitely a good place to start. That wraps up episode 12. And we talked about using UPS and FedEx to ship heavier and larger items. We hope you guys uh, got a lot of information, useful information out of these two shipping segments that we did. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Keep working towards that day check and we'll catch you on the next episode. All right, guys, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. Anything we mentioned in this episode will be linked down below in the show notes or description down below. Be sure to share this episode with anyone you think it will help and follow us on social media at P2D Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Keep working towards that day check.